Hold on to your mug. We're in for a wild night. Greeting, traveler. Welcome, 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 everybody, to episode 65 of Born to be Wild, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast where we have fun hanging out with friends, talking about the wild format of Hearthstone and spotlighting members of the wild community. I'm your host, as always, Nate Wolf. It is a beautiful, uh, sunny day here in Portland, Oregon. I'm joined by a few of my favorite people hanging out with uh, Hydralist tonight. How are you doing, Hydra? I'm doing awesome. I'm super stoked for the show. Who else do we got? Uh, we got Electric Sheep City here. Hey, Sheep, yeah. how's it going? Meowdy, I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing very good. And we got a really special guest joining us tonight, Draco Cat. How's it going, dude? Yo, it is a pleasure to be here. I'm having an awesome night, and I'm stoked to be hanging out with you three dudes. Love it. Hey, okay, so before we get started with the show, I have one piece of housekeeping that I'm very excited to share with everybody. So I have some bad news. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> so joining us now on a permanent basis, Electric Sheep City going to be filling in as our permanent co. So welcome to the show. Super, Howdy. super excited to have you. Congratulations. Um, we have worked with you tons and tons uh, behind the scenes for months now on the listener series and have had you on um, essentially what has been like every set review that we've ever done and <laughs> just love working with you and really excited to have you join the show permanently. So welcome and uh, yeah, happy to have you. Uh, and then switching gears for a second, uh, I, I want to do a little bit better job announcing our special guest tonight. So um, l let me hype you up a little bit. So we've got Draco Cat joining us. He is a streamer, multi-legend, high-legend Hearthstone player, specializes in Demon Hunter. Okay. Uh, previously in a band, Cabaret Runaway, part of the Meta Breakers Hearthstone podcast. Uh, alongside D Money and Warshack, and a member of Hype Horizon, welcome to the show, and uh, we get to kind of induct you into the wild format. So very excited to have you on. Thanks for joining us tonight. That was an amazing intro. So good. I feel I don't know, like I my, I feel so much cooler now. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I I do want to say a big thank you. Uh, several months back, I I reached out and I was like, hey, I want to do something different with the show. I want to kind of make it cool what do i do and you gave us some great pointers it was really fun uh just hey um you know get some stinger transitions here's where i get mine hey do some animated backgrounds here's some ideas uh have you thought about this have you thought about that it was just wonderful and very eye-opening and uh i appreciate it very very much so you yeah. got a dynamic background and transitions now. I just noticed that. Oh my gosh! We, Look at us go. We changed it up a little bit tonight to to demon hunter it up a tiny bit. Uh, there's usually like some fire and stuff, but we got some we got some green I like it things going on today. So yeah, hey. So for people who are watching the show live or listening to it after the fact, can you tell us a little bit about yourself for people who aren't familiar? Kind of like. Who's Draco Cat? How long you been playing Hearthstone and uh, that sort of thing? 
Yeah, uh, sure. Um, I started playing Hearthstone um, originally in the Grand Tournament, um, and I basically just built really bad combo priest decks um, with Inner Fire. Um, and uh, then I eventually got back into it right outside of the uh, Knights of the Frozen Throne. Knights of the Frozen Throne, yeah. And um, I basically, at that point, went through the whole like normie perspective of playing Hearthstone, where you uh, try to get good and then realize it's way harder and then you spend a whole year trying to accomplish le legend for the first time and oh, yeah. then uh <laughs> what'd you say sorry <laughs> oh i said oh yeah i've been there <laughs> right yeah uh -huh. and then after finally doing it you're not able to replicate it for like another year where you can do it every <laughs> single month um so I, I basically went through that whole perspective um by around I would say like 2019, like late 2019, I started to like get pretty consistent at, um, you know, like staying like really high legend uh, with whatever I'm playing. But then I also kind of pivoted around that time to only playing Demon Hunter. So it was kind of, uh, so since April, since the class came out, I pretty much was like, I'm going to be the Demon Hunter guy. And when ever when, the class was announced and there was a new class in Hearthstone. Everyone was like, everyone says that. <laughs> Everyone's going to be <laughs> yeah, the yeah. answer guy. Why are you special, Draco? I was like, no, but I'm going to do it like really hardcore. And that everyone was like, sure, man. Sure. Um, but um, yeah, eventually, yeah, I just kind of never strayed from it. I stuck to it and um, it's uh, it's it's kind of transformed into its own thing. Because I, I originally was like, I hope I can be good um, at playing this class. Like, I don't want to commit to playing to something that I'm not really great at. And then eventually that transitioned to, um, like, why do people play these bad cards in this deck? I know this is dumb. I'm going to make the deck better. And then suddenly um, it's been, like, really incredible to create decks in Hearthstone that were actually better than what everyone else was playing and then see the deck that you created become like the normal one. And I've gotten to do that about uh, two and a half times now where mm -hmm. I got to change a deck and then watch everyone catch on to it. And then it is suddenly my deck is now the normal deck. Um, and that is the most incredible feeling in a card game ever. And I'm mm -hmm. addicted to it. And I love being a Hearthstone streamer and getting to actually impact the game. I never thought I would ever get to achieve something like that. So it's uh, it's surreal. And I, I love my class. I love what I do. And I love all the formats of the class, including Wild. Um, I'm really passionate about playing Wild Demon Hunter as well as Standard. Um, so, And unfortunately, I can't play Casual. So that's, that, that's about it. <laughs> so, so when Demon Hunter got those big nerfs at the beginning instead of being disappointed were you more like yes i'm gonna hold on everybody else is dropping off i'm remaining the demon hunter guy oh man the, the whole ride in the beginning was insane i i honestly wasn't even good at it in the beginning it, and it was very tilting to be like oh that guy got the skull on five <laughs> <laughs> he wins <laughs> gg yeah i hope i don't hate this next week you know, like, so the nerfs, when they happened, I was like, maybe this is good. Maybe this yeah. is good for everyone. 
<laughs> so yeah, eventually once the, the whole power level, it wasn't stupid um, or silly. Uh, I eventually, I liked it. I liked it more. Um, some of the nerfs I didn't agree with, um, like the things they did to soul demon hunter um, yeah. back in the day where they were like, mystic goes to four and blade dance goes to three. I was like, okay, couldn't we just do like one of these so that, you know, we don't spend like uh, an entire month of playing against priests into the next meta. And it, but you know, um, you can't agree with them all. There was like 15, right? So at least two of them, I'm like, you know. <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah. gotta wonder, you know, this philosophy lately of reverting nerfs when things rotate to wild. Like, I wonder if that'll happen with Demon Hunter as well. So we could see, like, what is it? Priestess of Fury go back up or, you know, Skull go back down. I wonder if that'll happen. Into Odd I Demon Hunter. You know what I don't hope, though? I hope Aldrich doesn't go to three because that would probably be too good. <laughs> oh, I'd be broken. <laughs> that, that wouldn't be cool, right? We would all be like, "What?" <laughs> no, no, that one could stay for because Odd Demon Hunter exists, and it definitely doesn't need the, you know, altruist. That would be a much, <laughs> especially with how low to the ground Odd Demon Hunter is right now. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, but I missed like Metamorphosis at five. I don't know. Like I, I hit Legend with Odd Demon Hunter early on, like before all the nerfs and. It was, it was so fun, and it's you know it's still viable, but it's just not the same. So, right. So going going back a little bit to when you started Hearthstone, what actually got you into the game? Um, so I used to be a professional Smash Brothers player before getting into like strategy games in general, and I was kind of on the decline of realizing that kids are gonna have faster reaction speeds than me <laughs> after all the things i've done in my life and everything like they're gonna be able to hit the button faster than me so i'm, I'm definitely not gonna be able to continue playing fighting games at a professional caliber as i get older so i was i always was kind of like really competitive and addicted to video games so i was trying to find a way to to pivot and i tried playing starcraft for a long time and um I realized that also really needed like a million things you have to do in a second, which was kind of mm -hmm. why I was straying away from the fighting games. <laughs> I was like, I need something I could just think and be good at because I can like obsess over it. And uh, that's when I found Hearthstone and I was like, this is perfect. I have like a whole minute to think about my turn. And if I can come up with something more clever, then I can be great. You know, it's uh, that that was honestly what made me love it was. But I, I played Yu-Gi-Oh when I was younger. But I never really got into Hearthstone in a competitive aspect until like 2018. And that's when I really like when I was phasing out of the smash phase and it just felt perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that. Um, it, it was basically based on the speed you can play the game and you're Hearthstone. Well, hold on here. I've got time to make my turn. I don't care if the other guy is faster. Perfect. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I just like want to win a lot and i am addicted i like being really competitive and like try hard and i can't do that with games that require reaction speed at like when i'm almost 30 and stuff now like you know i'm never going to be able to headshot people as fast as me when they're like you know 14 and like, medicated <laughs> or something um <laughs> you're pr you know the the great thing about that is you're probably the youngest one here <laughs> so. yeah i think so <laughs> so 
So we're even slower than you are. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You guys are also not playing, you know, first person shooters or StarCraft. So I think we all win. I think we do. Yeah, I gave up StarCraft a long time ago. Yeah. Even though my name is Hydralisk. I, I guess I should pick it. <laughs> I guess I should probably I'll get the next one. StarCraft the name is Hydralisk. That is that I just tied that together right there. So thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So one of the things we, we do like to ask on this show as well is how did you get your username? Where did the username Draco Cat come from? Yeah, um, this is fun to talk about. I, I, with the band stuff that I was in, my band was very like emo and like kind of serious. So all of the artwork and branding stuff I had done for like the last, you know, five, six, seven years of my life was all very like serious and edgy. And I just wanted to brand it around something, brand my stream around something fun that I liked. And uh, so I really like cats. You know, I've always been like a cat person. So I knew I wanted to like brand it around some kind of cat. And originally, um, what was the first name I was going to go with? It was like uh, something to do with a flying lion. Like, uh, like because my cat's name is Sora, which means sky. And I was going to make it like Leo Hart or, um, you know, or like Sky, Sky Leo. That was it. That was the first thing I was going to do is Sky Leo and make it like a cat with like wings. And you know what I mean? Um, cool. But my my other cat I have, his name is Khaleesi and it's my fiance's cat. And uh, I also really like dragons. So I was like, okay, we have a cat named after a dragon in my home. I could name myself like Dragon Cat. And then I was like, that doesn't really roll off the tongue. And then I thought about other words that were affiliated with dragons. And then I thought of Draco Meteor from Pokemon. And Draconic is actually like, a, I think it's like German or uh, I might, I'm totally wrong. It is definitely <laughs> from another language in the European region where they <laughs> use the word Draconic to describe dragon things. And it's like a thing. So I was like, Draco Cat, it totally works. It's Dragon Cat. I have a cat named Khaleesi. It'll be super fun to design everything around. Um, and then I landed on the two T's to make it, you know, just like pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was the cherry on top. The t yeah. Well, I, I love how much thought actually went into that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I, I guess I didn't ever thought of it as being like a lot of thought, but you're right. It, it well, definitely it was. I mean, we, we, long thing. we've had pizza on the show and his story is pretty simple. Um, <laughs> he said he was eating pizza at the time. So <laughs> that's what he said. We've yeah, had. Pizza? We, yes. Yes. That's great. We've had everything great. like some like crazy stories like it's some. And then you've got people like me that that was like, uh, I'll just use my name. <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, that's great. I love that story, and I love how you've um, you've worked with all these different artists, right, to come up with this whole like library of of artwork and emotes that are all customized around like you and your cat and all of the, the demon hunter stuff, and like it, they're, they're just amazing. I love it. I yeah, I, I love that's like my favorite part about streaming is like the whole like thinking of something. And then getting it turned into art and then, you know, getting to see it, like, come into reality. Um, it, it reminds me of being in a band when I would get to, you know, like, hold the album or 
um, like, you know, see a shirt that got designed. It's like, now I have this animated scene that I made, like completely in my image, you know, like it's, I don't know. I just love the creative, like elements of being a streamer where you think of something that fits your, you know, brand, your design, and you get to just find the person who has the art style and then animate it. It's beautiful. It's fun. I love it. Yeah. yeah it's so neat. And I think, I mean, there's so many artists now that are so accessible that if you can think of the idea, it's, it's relatively like you, you throw money at it, right? I mean, you find someone who has got the talent and who has the, uh, you know, the skill set that you're looking for and the art style that you're looking for, but like you can, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of crazy to like make your ideas into reality. I love it. Um, so definitely have gotten a lot of inspiration from you in the past. So I really, uh, have appreciated your uh insight yeah man emotes most addicting thing ever man like i'm always trying to come up with the most clever like new emote that fits something that like i want to do it's just non-stop in here man how many emotes do you have i have like around 30 or 40 at this point and i i'm not partner so i can only have five up for tier one that's so, crazy and I'm very dude pushed. that's that's very awesome 30 wow uh, we've got three. <laughs> <laughs> Those are rookie numbers, boys. No, <laughs> three very good emotes. <laughs> That's what's important, though, as long as they're quality, right? They're top tier. Uh, yes, high quality. Oh, yeah. man. That's great. I, I have a whole bunch of... The, okay, here's a, here's a free design idea for anyone who ever wants to be a druid specialist. I've been trying to see someone create this and for a long time. Um, you guys ever heard of the beer golden monkey? Beer Golden Monkey. No, it's by a brand uh, called Victory. It's very popular in like the Northeast. You, you never heard mm, of this? Mm -mm. It's called a Victory Golden Monkey. And um, yeah, Google it, anyone who's listening. Um, and um, I really want a like anime version of uh, what's her name? Elise Starseeker, like handing a Golden Monkey beer to like oh, the, the camera cute. shot. Yeah, so it's does, like ooh, nine so it's like point Bay anime Elise with the golden monkey beer in her hand because she gives you the golden monkey in your dad. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's so yeah. good. Yeah, it's so good. This is a nine point five percent beer. Yeah, it hits like a tank. Enjoy. <laughs> wow, nice, nice. We uh, yeah, Hydra and I are over here in Pacific Northwest, so we're like on the opposite side of the uh, <laughs> the yeah, states that's here, a but. I've got some hipster stores that sell beers from everywhere, so there, there, there might be it's there might be something around. We'll find so. it. We'll find it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, um, I guess let's move on into uh, what we've been doing for the week then. So, Nate. How's your week been? What have you been up to, man? Yeah, uh, it's been good. It's I, you know, I feel like I keep saying this like week after week, like oh, another busy week, um, and that's kind of how it's been. It's been interesting, I think, with um, it, at least where I'm at. Like the COVID numbers are super low, the vaccine numbers are super high, and so everything is starting to open back up, and it's just made work very busy, uh, which is not necessarily a bad thing. I mean, the time goes by quickly, but like the whole week is a giant blur. Uh, so I love, I love when Friday hits and it's like, Hey, I survived one more week. Um, so yeah, that's cool. I, uh, did some co-op sessions early in the week with blue train and NHL. I was really trying to kind of push for 11 stars here. And 
am camped out at like right around 500 legend right now, which is cool. Um, I did get my uh, 1k shaman over the past week, which was great. Uh, we did a little countdown stream, which was fun. Nice. Uh, from 30 we, we had 30 wins left to go down to a thousand and uh yeah it was great it was a lot of fun um hanging out and and then the soul sealer thing happened and and the meta was just miserable uh and so wild has been sort of a dumpster fire the last couple of weeks and we'll talk about it in a minute but like the ban hit but then there were like the band dodgers that could like still play the band card for an extra day or two uh, so I've been like kind of ducking out of wild the last couple of days and been playing a bunch of mass effect three, which has been a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, uh, I was hanging out in, in Draco cat stream and, um, uh, I have to say like between you and your chat have got like the best taste in music that I've heard in ages. Like I'm sitting here like, Oh, what is that song? I like it. I got to look it up on Apple music later. Oh, what is that song? Oh, what is that song? Like, it was great. I, I was had to power through a bunch of work. And so I had you up on my phone in my office and the music was awesome. And then it made me remember all these like emo and hardcore bands that I used to listen to a long time ago, like looking, looking up the albums again. And it was so fun. And I heard like, okay, I remember when baby metal came out way back when, uh, and I didn't really think twice about it. And then I heard it on your stream and I was like, Oh, I need to check that out again. And I have been like up to my eyeballs in, in like baby metal <laughs> the last couple few days. And, uh, it's so good. Like it, it's, it's insane. Like who, who would have thought it's basically anime soundtrack. It's like a heavy metal with, with like K-pop like singers. It is. It's, it's like, and then watching them perform with Judas Priest, it's like, what is what in the world is happening right now? Like, what world cool. do we live in? It, it's they're like, it, it's anime soundtrack. Like, I, I don't know what else to say. It's so since, good. Like, since about the age of six, my son was mem- mesmerized by baby metal. Yeah. It, like, like absolutely. He loved it. It might have been the, the little girls on the stage dancing around and the heavy metal going on. And he just like he was zoned in and just loves it. <laughs> Dad, can you play that da, 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 da song again? Yes, I can play that song again. <laughs> <laughs> that, that Give Me Chocolate song. He loved it. That's it's so great. adorable and incredibly metal. Things that are not supposed to go together. You right. Know, it's like the pretzels and chocolate of music. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's been fun. And then uh, Sheep and I last night got to hang out with um, Vapid. I'm going to mispronounce that. And Jordan on the People's Champ podcast. And that was fun. They wanted to chat about the listener series. And so we we jumped on and, and chatted about that for a little while. And that was fun. It was it was good. So I'm happy to say I survived uh, one more week. And um, it's now the weekend. I get to relax and, and hang out with the fam for Father's Day. So that'll be fun. Uh, yeah. What about you, Sheep? What have you been up to? Nice. Uh, so I've played actually a lot of classic lately because, you know, I'd, uh, I'm not pushing for 11X and, and standard or wild, you know, having fun. Uh, but I played a lot of classic to try and push up to diamond because I haven't quite gotten there in classic yet. I've gone like back and forth from like plat five to plat two and down to five and back up to two. Uh, Freeze Mage is a lot of fun. 
but whenever you run into those like control warriors you just get wrecked <laughs> they can just like mm -hmm. armor out, out of lethal which is unfortunate um uh did jam some wild uh prepping for my thl match uh, which I dropped to Neji Boston 03. Neji Boston is a boss, though. No shame in that. He's very uh, good. Right? Yeah, he like Neji Boston. All the time. Amazing. <laughs> uh, did win, though, in a Legacy THL uh, against Turtle, who is my uh, actually wild teammate. So we're in the playoffs already and got my 3 1 win there. Felt great. Nice. Uh, also, uh, like you said, was on the People's Chant podcast with Nate last night, which was a blast. Um, and of course, uh, Vapt and uh, Jordan are good people. It was really chill. Um, uh, played the Guff Book of Mercenaries, which what like Guff is just such a good dude. Like I know we'll get into it a little bit later whenever uh, we're going through like 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 the news. But Guff is just like good people. He's yeah. so just like. Oh, his heart is so warm. It was just yeah, it was great. <laughs> I but we'll, we'll talk about that whenever we get to that part of it. But ah, that was fun. Um, in non Hearthstone news, I I worked a lot as well. Um, had today off uh, for Juneteenth, which was cool. Uh, worked on the Daily Bugle Lego build. Started Spanish Duolingo. If you do Duolingo, add me at eSheep City there. Let's go. I heard the bird. Um, I heard the bird threatens to like murder you if you don't do your daily like Duolingo stuff. <laughs> oh no! I'm like I'm like three days into it, and uh -oh. I, I I I've only done it. So like the bird hasn't you know come out with with his uh <laughs> <laughs> with the shiv yet. <laughs> with the shiv yet? Like you better practice. <laughs> Sorry, what language you said? Spanish. Yeah, Spanish. Nice. Uh, like I, I've done some German uh, before, but like I live in Texas and Spanish, like, you know, I have a decent handle on some stuff, but like not conversational. So it's like I'm going to try and buff buff that up. And, you know, since I'm going back into the world, uh, actually like interact with it. So, yeah, nice. that's been fun. So cool. it's been a busy week, a really fun week. But that's been it for me. How was your week, Draco the Cat? My week was uh, pretty fantastic. Uh, I do a lot of public speaking with my day job, though. So I had a whole bunch of days where I was talking for about uh, eight hours straight. Wow. And then I would go and stream for four hours straight afterwards because I, uh, I teach during my day job. So by, I think it was yesterday, I, I, was, I sounded like... You know, like it was, uh, I just had too much talking going on. Mm. So I needed to like just chill for a day and it was wonderful. But, uh, Harson's been pretty good this week. I, um, basically, I, I fell. I, I have this thing that happens maybe like once every other month where I fall from like 500 legend to like rank 2000. And then I have to get back and it takes me like a, you know, three or four days. And we successfully accomplished that. Um, nice. I, uh, got pretty close to 7k MMR, just trying to play battlegrounds for the first time. Um, and, um, I've, I feel like I'm still just kicking on a butt with it. So I'm going to see how far I can go with that kind of on the back burner. And, uh, I almost, um, I'm, I played a good bit of wild, um, with, uh, 
like this wild OTK demon hunter, where Ooh. it's a Reno OTK demon hunter. I don't know if you guys have seen this before. Um, I think his name. I'm trying to remember the guy's name. You, I saw was it, doing it first. was it was it Martian's list, or are you playing a different one? I played Martian's list a, a good bit on stream the other day. Yeah, I saw but... that. I missed the OTK. I yeah, I'm really curious to check that out. I yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a Reno OTK deck. So it runs like all the good spell damage minions, uh, all the good lifesteal cards, uh, a ton of card draw. It runs the death rattle package with um, like death speaker. And then it primarily uses the uh, the two ones to cycle. What okay. are they called? Uh, the lead hoarders? Yeah. Right, right. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it's, it's really fun. People have no idea what you're doing. And then all of a sudden they're dead. It's... Uh, <laughs> And you have a lot of heal and obviously like ways to stabilize and Reno and stuff too. So, um, Ooh, yeah. nice, nice. That sounds spicy. I tried that big one as well. Um, and that one, I finally got that achievement for the, the tainted hearts achievement one, um, where I played against an, uh, an APM mage who basically had no way to clear the eight, eight. So they basically just used all their spells for plus two more mana. And I just started completing a whole bunch of achievements. It was, <laughs> that's great yeah, but been a great week um on that you know harston's felt not horrible in all of the game modes happy for the stealer nerf because i was not going to play wild um when that combo deck was rampant because it just seemed like if i was trying to force demon hunter it would probably just fail to that um, yeah. <laughs> yeah but uh i did play a game of it though i've Win and I queued it once. Um, I just wanted to try it one time. No shame. Uh, no I'm I am sorry. That I <laughs> okay. am a part of the problem. Um, to a <laughs> one game of a degree. Um, but I, when I heard the card was getting banned, I was like, I gotta play it at least once and do the combo um, before it's banned forever, just to experience the deck. <laughs> did you do the combo? I did. I did it Ex first. First turn, uh, turn five, I won the game, and then I never played it again. Nice. <laughs> yeah, perfect. It's not win, right? that 100%. hard. That's I figured right. it out. <laughs> right. First game, did it. Broken. <laughs> right. This is probably too good, guys. If you I do get it first try. <laughs> awesome. Well, as for me, uh, yeah, things around here in the Vancouver area have been, you know getting a lot better covid wise and stuff as well and where i've actually noticed it the most because other than going to work i just usually come home and i spend time with my family i play games and whatnot i notice it the most on the road now when i'm driving because what used to be like a 15 minute drive like super close to work like it's already almost half an hour like just because of the extra amount of cars on the road, like it's actually doubled, wow. which is, and, and I've gotten so used to it being that 15 minute drive that now I'm sitting there going like, come on, the podcast is starting soon. Move people. <laughs> I gotta get home. <laughs> First world problem. White knuckling it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so dude, I, I feel you. I thought I was going to miss the show today. Uh, so yes, yeah. I, I feel you there, uh, with the world opening back up, like this is kind of ruining everything. <laughs> <laughs> I know we're supposed to, uh, go see my wife's side of the family and it 
like on the weekend coming up and we haven't gone anywhere or like done anything with actual people in forever. So the fact that we're actually going to go hang out at another house because it's allowed is just so strange. And we're like, are we sure we should go? <laughs> we can do it. We can go. We've become, we, if, as if we weren't introverted enough before, right? Like with restrictions and whatnot, it's just like, we it, it it actually suited us because it's like oh well, now we've got an excuse not to go out we're not allowed to <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah life's going pretty good that ways work has been pretty fine um as for hearthstone i i hopped in on your uh 30 more wins to a thousand stream there nate yeah that was fun and it it, it was because it wasn't just get 30 more wins there was a bunch of high legend players and it was really neat just to see it was playing a more simple deck you're playing a lot of murloc shaman mm -hmm. and like the not arguments but the, the discussions we had over the simplest thing of like which minion do we tox fit right oh yeah no like yeah. like no put it on the big one no put it on the one one no put it on the two three it was it was really really neat to just to hear everyone's opinion on that um, yeah we could argue about the silliest things and there's definitely some big brain uh big brain plays going on there i'm really trying to learn from people who are better than me uh so i think that you know that's that's kind of what i was going for and honestly like laddering with friends sometimes is more fun than doing it solo like oh it's totally just, it's just fun to hang out with people and even if you lose like okay i can rage with friends uh, yeah well, <laughs> so that's the thing because i don't end up raging so i actually for the first time in a long time i queued up a stream i streamed on sunday afternoon and i haven't done the last time i streamed i streamed hades and uh sheep was was watching me that's the last time sheep wow. that i actually streamed Oh, and, I missed it last Sunday. No, and um, it's okay. I've got a lot of kinks to work out. So I've got an ultra wide monitor now, and it messed everything up. Uh, like I love it, but like I, I need to figure out like how to actually capture the screen better because everything was offset because like OBS was picking up one side of it and everything was shifted because it doesn't. It's not set to the proper resolution. We can so fix I'm, it. We can fix it. No problem. Yeah, I, I, I got to figure it out, but it, it was fun. Blue Train hopped on. Um, we were just jumping. I know you're not supposed to do this when you're trying to climb, but we were jumping from different deck to deck <laughs> over and over. But in, in general, uh, when the I just grabbed my Pirate Warrior from two months ago, and I just was playing a bunch of that, jamming it, and um, did do pretty okay with it. And yeah, that's basically what I've been doing. I played the guff thing too. We can talk about that later. Uh, but no, I had a lot of fun and it made me want to do streaming a little bit more. I haven't done it in so long, but it's it's just so much fun to do the co-ops. Even if you're not streaming, co-op is just like, it's a blast. Yeah. Because as, mm -hmm. as you were saying, when you're losing with friends, it's not so bad, right? Because <laughs> like... <laughs> it really isn't because like you can understand that it wasn't maybe just you like you lost to like you had a bad hand or you know you guys discussed all these turns what's the best thing to do and you don't rage because you're just having fun with your friends so 
I think uh, it was. All, it's always fun to blame. Like, no, that's a bad play. No, and then they talk you into it, and then you do it, and you get punished. Like I told you, it was a bad play. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> that's like playing with Ben. It it was playing with Ben actually yes it's but it's fun I love Ben we, we give I love Ben time, too he's good people <laughs> he's good people he always wants to do the uh, most aggressive possible thing you can have twenty cards in your deck and he's like but if we draw this one card we win I'm like yeah but I've got three health left he's like it doesn't he's like you play it or no balls it's like okay. <laughs> yeah I, I, well i mean <laughs> anyways well that's yeah, cool but, yeah that's basically been my week i'm still hovering in the uh d5 to legend uh spot on na uh since i've gotten to level 100 on all three servers i've basically been rotating grinding gold on each server nice. is kind of what i'm doing to get as much gold for for cards on the other on asia and uh eu which is going pretty good i like i'd, I'd spent the two what what is it 1800 or 2000 to get the ex- expansion on both so that kind of hurts a bit but um i mean you can't complain to get all the cards so uh yeah just grinding out all my gold for the the next coming expansion and working on the legend climb on na currently so uh, let's move over to the listener series. Sheep, what do we have going on in the listener series? Yeah, so we are currently in week seven of season two. So we are in the quarterfinals. Top eight. Let's go. Um, no, sorry. We are in the semifinals. Yeah, we're in top, top four. four. Yeah. <laughs> so we uh, have got uh, Maxi Bond versus Martian Boo. That match is actually happening after Oops. the stream tonight. Yeah. If you're watching live, stay tuned because we are going to be casting that match. It's going to be a blast. Uh, Kenray and Corbett has already happened, and Corbett has taken that match. So the winner of Maxi and Martian will face off against Corbett in the finals. Yeah, it's super so, rad. It's amazing. I I'm cannot this is wait. This so cool. I'm just saying. This is incredible. That's all. Yeah. Have you uh, seen any of our listener series stuff uh, up until this point, Draco? I dug into it a little bit today before the podcast and thought it was pretty exciting. So Yeah, it's so much fun. So every week we have a, a different challenge, right? So this week's challenge for the semifinals is called Same Same. So what does that really mean, right? (laughs) Each deck must have the same number of minions, spells, weapons, and or heroes in each deck. So like if I've got a a, a deck with 27 minions, one spell, one weapon, and one hero card, cool. All of my decks have to have 27 minions, one spell, one weapon, and one hero card. That's really challenging. (laughs) Right? Super cool. (laughs) So we did have two bands for this one because we're like, you can probably probably cheese out a win uh, and, and, you know, be able to be pretty consistent with these two. One of those bands, of course, was Stealer of Souls. This was before it was banned on on a global level for Wild. And of course, the other one 
is the most OP card in the history of Hearthstone. Our buddy, the River Crocolisk. <laughs> Cannot play River Croc in your decks this week. This is just a really bad inside joke, but it, it grew into... Uh, <laughs> OP, OP. And then we started looking at uh, the new one with the Frenzy. I was like, well, can you play that one? <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't want yeah. to, trust me. But. Nate and I were just going back and forth about what our band should be, and we're like, what's the most OP card? And I think Nate was like, River Croc is the most OP card. I'm like, we're banning it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it. I will say it caused a lot of confusion in the Discord. <laughs> like, It's like, wait, wait, are you guys joking? Are you serious? Wait, why? Yes. Like, is there some... Wait, is there something there that we missed? Like, is there some, some interaction that we don't know about? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> Pandemonium. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we've got, yeah, tonight is the uh, the last match in top four. And then next week will be the finals, like top two. So it'll be Corbett versus either Maxibon or Martian Boo. So that'll be pretty crazy. And they're all like incredible players. So it's really fun. And just the idea of like forcing people to play outside of their comfort zone and build kind of some wacky decks, uh, play a little bit uh, suboptimally has been a lot of fun. And so, yeah, looking forward to that. It, it should be fun. Yeah, very much the same here. And like I said, if you're watching live, we will be casting that afterwards. If you're uh, listening to this or watching this after the fact, Nate will already have edited it and put it on YouTube. Yep. So check it out there. Nice. Um, so that is it for the listener series this week. Hydra, cool. tell us about some Hearthstone news this past week. Well, as we touched on earlier, we have a new chapter of the Book of Mercenaries out. So the one and only, the one that we have all been waiting for this whole time, Guff, <laughs> is out. And... I already know that you, you you want to talk about this sheep. Um, Guff is absolutely hilarious, and he's he, he's just a very kind, dear soul. <laughs> I, you've played this, right? How, yeah. how did you enjoy this so far? Yeah, so I had a lot of fun with it. Um, most of them were pretty easy. I actually had a, a decent amount of trouble. So I, I played it after they uh, wrenched up the difficulty. Um, but because they apparently day one, it was just all mm -hmm. super easy. Um, the party of adventurers had me kind of like have a, a little bit of a speed bump. Like it, that took like six, seven tries before I finally got it. Um, but other than that, it was, it was pretty smooth sailing. It was just chill hanging out with Guff. Yeah. No, he's just so funny. I, right from the get go, he says something like when, right when you click on him before you even start, he's like, push that button on the bottom. <laughs> but be careful last time i pushed it i broke it <laughs> i was waiting for one of you guys to do your impression of guff i it was so great you get to the final boss and it's he goes oh cool it's another druid i'm a druid too we could be friends and the druid's like i'm gonna poison you and murder you and he's like that's not very nice it's like it's, it's just, <laughs> uh, one of the, the spells in the the party ad, uh, adventure party whatever one um that i played a lot is called the power of love and it's like a two mana like 
you uh use one of the opponent's uh minions for for that turn and then they get it back but it's just the power of love it's just so guff that's great <laughs> yeah. i don't even yeah draco did you play through these do you play the solo stuff i i haven't done goth yet i i i don't know i don't do them all um i i definitely should but um i am honestly getting very convinced the more you guys keep doing his voice <laughs> it's he's so. so funny like of all the I ones have to do that now I will say I have been enjoying the Book of Mercenary stuff a lot better than the um, Book of Heroes. Like, mm-hmm. I, it, it's hard to try to jam like existing lore. I think into like one-off PVE Hearthstone matches, where with the Book of Heroes, like they're creating their own lore as they go along, and they're able to tell the stories a little bit differently. And that's been um, a lot of fun because you're not typically playing with just one character it's like all of the mercenaries like crammed into one even though you're kind of maining one so yeah they all kind of interplay throughout um and in a really cool like story driven way too like they're they're doing a really really good job of telling that story mm -hmm. and i'm really happy with it (laughs) Yeah, yeah so apparently like i've been working a lot this week and so apparently this when this was released uh, I think it was Wednesday morning. Like, I guess it was easy. And then Matt London tweeted later, responding to player feedback. We ratcheted up the difficulty. Uh, and he's so asking now, like, is it too easy? Is it too hard? And like, oh, my God, I was raging pretty hard as I was going through. Like, how can they they can fill up the entire board every time and and everything has poison. And like they put these bad cards in my deck. Like, how dare they? Uh, I mean, I beat it. So there's that. Yeah. But but like it was uh, I mean, I don't think it was hard, hard like original, like heroic Naxxramas was hard. Yeah. Uh, but but it was definitely more difficult than the last two. And honestly, maybe that's better because like it, I spent an hour on it instead of 10 minutes. So that's good, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. See, I was I was confused because there were some bosses that I beat before, like they even maybe got to do their cool thing. Like I just maybe drew mm-hmm. the nuts and they were done. And then I think it was only on like the second or third boss where I played that one for like half an hour easy, <laughs> just like, over and over and over again. And I just like couldn't beat him like. I'm on number two, and I can't beat number two. <laughs> and then after that, I just like sailed through three more, and it was fine. And then stuck again. And it, it it was interesting to me because yeah, some I just totally flew past. So yeah, for I think particularly the book of mercenaries, I think that they probably should be a little bit more on the easy side because it's more about like them telling the story. Right. Especially whenever it's something that doesn't have like the established lore, like the Book of Heroes, where it's like, well, if you want to if you really want to know what happens, you know, you can read the comics or play WoW or like a whole bunch of stuff like that. So I think that I like that by and large, they've been pretty easy because while like I have a good handle on the game and can, you know, typically sail through them, I know that there are people who have a less, you know, less handle on the game and shouldn't necessarily be get get kept for for the like story itself. And of course, that sweet sweet pack that you get for beating. <laughs> <laughs> that, that sweet pack. 
yeah we need to like data mine all the guff voices now i oh yes it's been it's been uh dame hazelbark has been like the unofficial mascot i think but but guff is is pretty good so dame hazelbark is my favorite oh well dearie (laughs) (laughs) all right well uh next up we have um madame uh lazul the hero is back in the store. If you want to give that a purchase, that's totally up to you. But if you missed out the first time, it's a good opportunity because it was previously available in a mega bundle. And so now it comes to you at a discount. So if you missed out the first time, you can totally grab it. I I do have Madame Lazul, but I don't actually use Madame Lazul. Do you guys use her at all? Yeah, she's actually yeah. my favorite priest. Uh a portrait to use uh-huh oh okay nice. yeah. um yep uh so that's it for stuff that's in the shop but we do have a new patch that came out so uh patch 20.4.2 came out this week stealer of souls was officially straight up banned it is now banned from wild sort of <laughs> <laughs> So it officially it was banned, but we were seeing some issues where people were still running into this card. At first, I thought only it was possible in casual, but we were seeing it also on the legend ladder. Oh yeah, people were still running into this card. There's different ways of doing it. I saw you were able to put it, build it in your deck being standard and then convert it to wild and you were able to do it multiple different ways, but um, it wasn't taken care of properly. Hopefully everything has anyone seen it today because I knew as of yesterday, it was still being seen. I have not, but I saw a slizzle posting on Twitter and I saw a couple of uh, posts in our discord. And so I, I don't know if it's like gone, gone or, or not. I, it can't leave soon enough. I mean, for me, like it was pretty unfun. Although I saw it this morning. Oh, did you, you? saw it this morning? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I haven't seen as much of it as I did before the ban, but it just must be a lot more difficult to pull off, I suppose. I mean, um, I didn't mind seeing it early on because it it warped not the pull meta, off the combo, right? Pull off getting it in your deck, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, but like when when the deck was running rampant, it was like, okay, cool. I'm just gonna play super aggressive, and the Murloc Shaman worked, like Kingsbane Rogue or or Pirate Warrior or something like, and you can outrace them, oh, uh, you know, no problem. It was when we all thought it was gonna be gone, and it's like, oh, the meta sh- should should have shifted. I can switch back to something a little bit slower. And then you run into it and like, wait a minute, what, wait, what happened? And I know with, I think there was also when the, uh, like the cell phone or the mobile updates come out after the PC update, mm-hmm. um, you know, you could still play it on your cell phone and, and jam it that way. But I think there's some other workarounds as well. And so I don't know. I mean, I imagine that they will be gone shortly if it's not gone already, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Black and- they're aware of it and they're working on it so it'll it'll get there but i'm looking forward to it happening sooner rather than later yeah <laughs> yeah I, like when i would ever queue into it which was quite a bit 
at first. It, it was kind of neat to see it go off, you know, the first few times. And then every, like, third game was a warlock. And then they were pulling it off way more than you thought. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it got old kind of quick. So I, The earliest I saw it was turn three, which is insane. Like, uh-huh. just absolutely insane. Um, demonic yeah. studies, demonic studies. Yep. Too much. Too much. But uh, hopefully it will be completely eradicated soon. Um, next. So we have this thing in Hearthstone called Nosdormu Day. It's been around for a couple months. And so on the 15th of the... 15th of the month, they encourage you to put in the new Nosdormo into your deck. And nobody does it. <laughs> <laughs> the idea is you both put it in your deck and you can play some speed Hearthstone, but it doesn't seem to happen. And um, even uh, a good friend of ours, Wildcard, said that he had been running Nosdormo in his deck, in a, in a rogue, dragon rogue deck, for, I think he said like two months straight, like play, like both, both. Um, yeah. Like the whole time, not even on Nosdormo D just playing this card, hoping. And it took him two full months till he actually queued into somebody else that was running it. And he got to play the speed wow. stone. Yeah. Draco, do you participate in this at all? No, but <laughs> I, I, for some coincidental reason, I got, uh, thank you. Uh, Dexter for the Dexter raids on Nasdormu Day, um, the last two months in a row. Um, and his chat is very into Nasdormu being in my deck. And I always get into a conversation with them where I'm like, Look, we're playing High Legend Demon Hunter against other people that are playing like Priest that are trying to kill me as good as they can. Like, this deck is significantly worse in my deck than any other deck because I run Skull of Gul'dan. And if I draw the seven mana card before the six mana card, I could lose the game. So it's so much of a of a and of a chat's like we don't card. care. We'll play it anyways. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't I'm like, oh my gosh, dreams. guys, no. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just make myself lose more right now just for the memes like So because- hold on. What I'm hearing is you need an alt account. I have I, I do play on other servers and I, I mean yeah I guess I would do that yeah maybe that's what I need to do <laughs> I'll just switch to like EU or something and then put Nas in my deck maybe that's the, that's the actual fix. there you go <laughs> then then you can do it and not tank your rank yeah right yeah that's definitely the uh that's definitely the fix um I I mean I do like what they said about it, and I'm sure you're going to get to that with the news. But um, uh, yeah, I I would like a game mode where everyone has it in their deck, and I get to play like that. Um, but I've I don't like being the the token like streamer guy playing it in the specific deck that it's so bad in. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, it's kind of like gambling. You're playing what is it's a seven mana eight eight right? Uh, do nothing if the other person doesn't have it in their deck. So. It's it's not exactly the greatest card. I mean, you can play it in a pre-stack. You can play a slow game. Like, there's entire turns where you can just, like, hero power. You could play it in, like, a control warrior deck because, like, you, you know, like, uh, you can just, like, you know, not do much and float a whole bunch of mana in the turns. Or even, like, with Rogue, where you can just kind of ignore it in your hand and do the other stuff going on. But with when you're 
you care about outcast yeah. um playing mm -hmm. a card that ruins that just makes it so much worse if it costs yeah. more than six that makes yeah, sense it's, it's a bigger punish than just being a dead card it also keeps you from being able to get that skull to the outcast position on your left on the website yeah. or any other outcast card obviously. until they release a card that rearranges your hand oh whoops mistakes were made wasn't me maybe do you guys have any ideas that would spot up like what would incentivize you to actually do it yeah i don't know i mean something gold or a pack or i don't know something so I, yeah i don't know yeah, I, I don't know if they maybe made it like a a quest that you know was basically had the same rewards as, as a weekly quest that but that you could re-roll and just get something normal so that it's not punishing people who decide not to participate um and that's kind of the one solution that i can kind of see because you're actually incentivized to do it pretty heavily and if you decide not to well you don't have to um that's kind of my my personal solution, but they have uh, uh, more plugged in people than me working <laughs> in their ranks, so I'm sure that they will uh, have something good for us. I'm worried that they're not going to incentivize it at all. Like, I think they're going to put something in client that says like, "Hey, it's Nazdormu Day," and like that's it. You know, I think yeah. if, if they made it like like Tavern Brawl, like, "Hey, you play your first Nazdormu game against someone else with Nazdormu, and like you get a pack for doing it," like. Okay, and then you know there's going to be a their hardcore of... approach. Like they say, you can't play a game. Everyone has to play Nas Dormer mode or get out. <laughs> like, oh god, that's I love it. The hearts are making it up. We great. can't refuse. Your first, your first game of ladder today has to include Nas Dormer, <laughs> or else you cannot play. Every, no, everyone's oh. in the entire game is playing Nas Dormu. So the whole day, if you want to play Hearthstone, you want to climb, you got to play Bullet Hearthstone. And everyone else is playing Bullet Hearthstone. It'd be amazing. <laughs> that'd be kind yeah. of rad if they just forced it. Like, you know, that'd be great. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I guess some people would have to take some time off that day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you, you want to play Blue Hearthstone, then peace. But it's Nas Dormu Day, so that's all we're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we're not trying to not be inclusive. You can play tomorrow. <laughs> Jeez. I love it. I love it. They don't. The Yeah, like, that's the nuclear approach. That's so great. Like, oh, you can't play. You have two choices. You don't play or you play Nas. That's it. Hey, that's fun. I hope they do that approach personally. <laughs> I hope they take the nuclear route. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Well, that's all that we had for the news. It wasn't a large news week. So how about we we jump into decks of the week and meta discussion? Yeah, and I kind of wanted to, because we've got the Demon Hunter expert here, I wanted to talk a little bit about well, Demon Hunter. Uh, and I did have a question about, like, what do you think about this class in general in Wild? Um, you know, as, as, like, a newer class, um, how does it stack up to the other stuff? And, like, what do you think it needs to, like, be competitive with the other meta decks? Like, what are your thoughts on that? 
Demon Hunter in Wild has certainly had its roller coaster of uh, you know, win rates in the last year since it's existed. I think we can all agree on that. Um, if you guys remember, you know, five mana war glaives and like as we talked about, like the three mana altruists and uh, you know, what was going on with odd demon hunter kind of when it came into existence. Uh, mm -hmm. that deck was stupid was really, really, really good. Yeah. And, <laughs> um that deck is actually like you know i the, i'm sorry born to be wild audience if any of this cringes you out um odd demon hunter is what got me into wild um in general that's that's kind of what helps me bridge from being a standard player to an odd demon hunter or to player or to a wild player in general you um, can totally play it man like it's it's like it's not the best but you can i play it on asia to, cl to climb i'm not like i i use it usually to get to d10 or d5 or something like you can you can run it oh yeah <laughs> i mean my, my re so when i really got into it the first time it was like uh because i wanted to have the 1k demon hunter portrait like mm -hmm. you know really 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 early on and uh i demon hunter was way faster than playing standard demon hunter so um in, in like the early demon hunter meta and uh getting into it i think i like peaked that month at rank 17 in wild Ooh, nice wow <laughs> it was really broken um i i still don't understand um you know all the card interactions that i need to i played uh, a stream with bat Masil, um where we played wild demon hunter uh, I think like two or three months ago as well. And just like talking to the guy and like listening to the, okay, I, I need to actually like trade into this totem when I'm playing against an even shaman, because if they have the card that buffs their health, that will allow a value trade. Like I just didn't have that kind of foresight. So um, it's really opened my eyes to how many interactions in decks you kind of have to be aware of with wild. And mm -hmm. I think that's kind of what got me into it more and um well not just bat doing that i really got into wild soul demon hunter for a long period of time too and um yeah hyper donk hyper donk <laughs> yeah, that that was one of my favorite decks um especially when because when wild soul demon hunter was at its best it's still pretty fringe where you know a lot of people wouldn't play it um or weren't used to playing against it so you'd get to play it. and the other deck that was super ridiculous on ladder or at least was in 10x when i was trying to get back and the soul demon hunter met or in this time period um was the wild token druid with the uh the one three things mm -hmm. so you just be like mystic boop, concede all right next game um and that was like <laughs> just so many games you'd be like soul jailer mystic next game soul jailer mystic next game it was just like it was amazing um but uh yeah i i do miss that tech that's another reason i was upset about all of the uh th those specific demon hunter nerfs with the the mystic and the blade dance mm -hmm. was that those nerfs were specifically also what made soul demon hunter in the wild format not really competitive anymore either um as well as standard so that made me very sad because that was like my favorite deck to ever be in the game in both formats so um I've been really enjoying the uh, this the Baron's expansion though, and all the cool things that people were able to do with Death Speaker Blackthorn. Oh yeah, um, it seems so to be good. kind. Yeah, yeah, it seems to just be kind of the glue in making like all these crazy Reno packages work. 
and um, you can just kind of play. It, it honestly, it, it kind of reminds me of playing like uh, like you know Reno Mage, obviously, where you can run like the Zolas and like the Zai's and copy the valuable cards in your hand and just kind of abuse whatever your um, opponent's weaknesses. Um, and that that's very. I, I really much enjoy that kind of gameplay in Wild, where it's like you're um, rewarded for understanding your advantage against your opponent within your singular 30 cards. Mm -hmm. um, but um, yeah, so I've been really enjoying playing Reno Demon Hunter. Um, specifically, the one that I think feels the best is uh, is honestly I, is Martians that he gave me the other day when I was on stream. I've been playing uh, like a whole bunch of different Demon Hunter decks. And that is the uh, the only like I mean I can change a card or two, but it's his list, and uh, it, that one wins the most, and it feels the best for me um, in regards to just like not being odd demon hunter, but being a different demon hunter deck that feels incredibly good. Um, that would be the one I would say, and I also love the the OTK one just for my own enjoyment right now. Yeah. So. so Martian's list, and of course he's in chat here, which is awesome. Um, is it more it, it it like I struggled the first time I played it. I think I was misplaying it because it looks more control heavy. Like I wasn't expecting to, uh, and I came I came up against it a couple of times. I was not expecting to see expendable performers, um, or cycle of hatred or some of these higher cost spells, and and I'd run into them. I was like, what just happened? Like what did I just <laughs> lose to? And uh, the deck seems fun. Like how do you even? play this like this is different than normal demon hunter oh yeah uh i mean it's like it's like any reno deck right it's kind of hard to like even like okay so when i learned how to play raza priest mm -hmm. i didn't realize that there was like this guide that was you know like five pages long that explained every different matchup and the important cards and the not important cards and the important interactions but this deck is is kind of like that where you could write like a book um you know like uh these cards are not good in this matchup these ones are you want to look for these because your win condition against this matchup is this um like, like the other day when i was playing it i would i lost games when i didn't choose like a specific discovered card or like specifically count up the amount of damage that my opponent could have with burst um mm -hmm. while you know deciding not to use an i-beam or like a fell screen blast or something so all of the losses that i have with that deck typically feel like they are my mistakes and i'm i like that um even though that sounds like it's tilting um i like to realize how i can play differently to win more and um i definitely think with like a reno deck like that you can use uh i don't know like clever decision making to win way more than you should it's always... That's a really good attitude to yeah. have where where you can see the mistake or maybe it, like it's not necessarily a mistake. You didn't know what they were going to have, but where you can improve on and 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 uh, be able to analyze that matchup, like you said, learning the different wild matchups, right? Like I should have used the I beam there. I was trying to save it, but okay, I know next time, right? Well, and there's yeah. a there's a lot of utility as well, and I think that's kind of the beauty of of Reno decks is like each game is different. Like I'm going to play this matchup different depending on what I'm playing against. Am I going to be the aggressor or am I going to be the defender? Am mm -hmm. I going to try to pop off? Um, you know, and then there's some crazy things you can do if the matchup is slow. I mean, having brand in the deck 
enable some crazy things, having Zola in the deck, like, cool. I can brand Zola something, you know, I've got Nizoth in here to bring back stuff. Um, I, there's all kinds of, of things that you can do like this. And I don't know. Maybe I thought I it, just, I just need to play brand sometimes. Right. Hey, yeah, you can tempo brand. That's not bad. Um, but I thought a, this was a demon hunter. I know different brand. Uh, that's <laughs> brand allows some lethals that just feel like really crazy. Um, uh, the other day I had a pretty dead hand when I was playing it and I had uh, Reno and Zai in my hand and I just also happened to have Zephyrs all the way on the left. So I got to, um, and, it, and Zephyrs and Zai, they, they were the only three cards in my hand. So I got to make like a hand of, I think it was seven or it was, no, it was five Zephyrs. Um, oh, wow. So, that was like the most incredible game I, I've had in a long time. I was like, this is really stupid. People complained <laughs> I, about like three ice blocks, five Zephyrs. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Things like that can happen with Bran. And if you can just wait for those opportunities. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, so sheep, I saw you had some demon, a demon hunter card here or, oh my God, a bird just flew into my window. <laughs> no way. Like just legit bounced off the window. It's okay. It's sitting in the tree. I guess it's okay. That was something. Sorry. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I thought, ping. I thought it flew into your, uh, <laughs> oh no, no, it's just, for a bit. I thought you like, had a new pet. <laughs> I have a window like right there and the bird just like bounced off of it. Wow. Hmm. Yeah, it kind of sounded like that. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So, so, yeah, Sheep, what do you got here? An odd odd version? Odd Demon Hunter? Yeah, so, so it's a pretty standard um, Odd Demon Hunter. You know, I, I knew the Draco was coming on tonight, so I wanted to, you know, do my homework and just see what uh, uh, Odd Demon Hunter was, was doing, and it feels pretty strong. Um, Honestly, if you run into the Steeler Lock, you you can still just get them. Uh, you've got the Mana Burns to to disrupt that combo, and then of course it's good against non-Steeler as well. But especially against Steeler, feels really great. Um, other than that, it's a it's a pretty standard odd Demon Hunter. A lot of one drops, Arcane Golem. The only non-one drops are Arcane Golem, Dreadlord's Bite, Stilt Stepper, Leroy, and of course. Baku. Yeah. So you just get them. Nice, nice. Do you ever what Arcane Golem always feels weird to me playing because I like having the burst, but like giving your opponent mana can burn you so hard sometimes. Um, I I actually I feel the exact same way as you, Nate, and I played this deck with the Arcane Golems with that, and I learned how to like negate that and you just hold them the entire time mm -hmm. until like it effectively gives you a two turn timer or you get lethal with it um Makes because sense. you just don't play them just for yeah. tempo the only times that i would play them essentially for tempo is whenever i draw them with a stilt stepper and thus mm -hmm. i'm getting even more than just the four damage because i'm getting eight with the the stilt stepper effect as well um but yeah completely agreed they're they're finishers okay yep use them with like a lot of restraint um but uh yeah the one thing that always makes me laugh about playing this deck is a uh, stilt stepper into leroy it happens to me like all the freaking time um <laughs> and <laughs> it's just so sad it's like every time i get a stilt stepper i'm like all right we can hit a one mana card or a three so the likelihood that we hit this it's over 70 percent, guys way let's over. go 
Leroy. <laughs> what? You know, every time. Like, I, I think the entire time that I've played Odd Demon Hunter, only one time have I hit Baku. And that felt terrible. Don't get me Ooh. wrong. But it happens with Leroy a lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes, it Other does. than that, it's a, it's a pretty standard list. It's a fun aggro deck. That um, is the nature of Leroy to be rushing in when you don't want him to. <laughs> at least he had right. chicken. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right, right on brand. <laughs> Can't complain, oh, I guess. But uh, anyone so, who does want to hit Wild Legend with Demon Hunter, uh, it's super doable. Um, yeah, like I've done it with really fringy stuff just from a, with an added try hard attitude mm -hmm. of just pushing through it it's always possible so you don't have to play the best stack with demon hunter to to get through there you can you can do the fun stuff as well um you just kind of have to think unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> consume yeah, consume magic is a is a good card by the way absolutely so love it yeah speaking sorry fun stuff Nate brought another Demon Hunter deck, and that one is some fun stuff. Yeah, so this oh, is, God. yeah, this looks, this is fun. I've been playing this. Um, I got this from um, Twitter. Uh, the person's name is um, Otaika2828. I don't, I'm probably mispronouncing that. Uh, but it's essentially like a Deathrattle Demon Hunter, but with like a couple of big demons on the top end. And so it's, um, it, you know, I mean, it's interesting. The funny thing is it's not even running uh, Blackthorn, um, but it's and it running... runs double glide. That is super weird. Well, <laughs> Just... that is spicy. <laughs> it's so, the, you know, the, the list from the Asian server are always kind of spicy hot takes because um, I don't know. I mean, it's interesting. Like when we like right now, there's probably, I, I don't know, by the end of the month in Wild Legend, there's probably about four, three, four thousand, maybe, maybe. Like in NA, it's it's relatively low, I think. And you go over yeah. to like the China server, and there's like forty thousand. Like it's absurd. Yeah. Uh, the, they just have the, more wild legends than they do standard legends. Like super cool, awesome. Yeah, and so you know, I, I I follow all these different people on Twitter and pull lists all the time. And I saw this and I was like, that is kind of spicy. Um, I, I don't, I, I, I think I, for me personally, I would tweak it a little bit. Um, I have a, like, I love undertaker in this. I had the whole deck in gold except undertaker. So I felt like I had to craft it. Um, but undertaker is fun. I, you know, I like it with the Death Rattle package. I've been playing a ton of Death Rattle Demon Hunter and Standard, uh, just trying to push for, uh, you know, f f push to 500 and then push to 1K. I'm I'm a little over 400 now, um, and so it's you know it's running some of the standard stuff: the Razor Boar, um, the the Cultist, the new Ectoplasm, um, the Beastmaster, and so that stuff makes a lot of sense. Um, I, the albatross, a lot of people will use in wild to disrupt the Reno decks, which, which kind of makes sense to me. Um, sneaky delinquent. I, I, I kind of have a love hate relationship with it. I saw like Draco, I think you play it in your standard list, right? I think a lot Sometimes. of people do. I, it depends on my mood. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's the, the, so the only time that sneaky feels like super clutch and it feels kind of better in this deck because if you get like Undertaker sneaky, it's mm -hmm. like a really nice start. Um, so you kind of want to have that one, two curve. It's like the, the whole concept with, I guess, this guy's build. 
is that you if you're gonna play Undertaker, you gotta have consistency in the two drops. So I I definitely understand the inclusion in this specific list that is running um, you know, both Tusk Piercer and Undertaker that synergize the early game to being very powerful with it. Um but I would say as a card in general, um Sneaky Delinquent is much better than people um typically play with it. Because most of the time people that play with Sneaky Delinquent at a um a normal or a more typical Hearthstone level, they they will trade with it on like the following turn or they will um just start using it for chip damage, knowing they're gonna get the other body back in their hand. Um like they'll start taking the damage when they can. Um but you the intelligent ways to use sneaky delinquent are for anticipating the minions that your opponent are going to play to use it so that it can test it accurately to prevent them from playing minions. Mm. That's like the whole point of it. You know, it's like, I know you're going to play, uh, like, uh, a minion that's got five health next, next turn. I have a razor bore out and a sneaky delinquent. So you don't want to do that because it's just going to die and I'm going to start cycling minions. You know what I mean? Like it's it's all about the counterplay aspect versus the tempo of it. You know what I mean? That's I, I, I like that. A lot of sense with the the one health in particular. I, I like that a lot too. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I think this list is interesting. I think I would, I would switch it up a little bit. I I'd love to hear your take on that dark, uh, what is it, Dark Spear Berserker also? Like, four mana at five, five attack is great. The downside kind of sucks when there's, you know, it's easy to remove. But if you're really going aggressive, you know, it, it can do well. Um, it's a good card, I, I think. Um, the the That four mana minion, especially when you're the whole objective of this deck is to just, like, vom stats, right? Like, it fits that criteria. I, I honestly, after playing this deck for around, like, 50 games, I would say uh, the card to me that felt the worst out of it was Glide. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I, I'm i going to eventually try and shift into making it a Skull build, um, and I don't know if I love the early game package with the... Um, I, I just... I found myself going into like Pirate Warriors or playing against like Kingsbane Rogues or something like that, not drawing my Taunts or my early um, Death Rattle package and drawing the end game stuff. And then the glide ends up just helping my opponent win the game after they dump their hand. Um, so it's, I was just like sitting there like, I'm dead. Yeah. I, I, oh, no. Glide is an interesting inclusion for me because like glide is not usually like I never really play it. I, um, I don't run that in Odd Demon Hunter. I always tell people <laughs> it, I, you it always wins the game for someone. Well, that's that's uh, for somebody. That's a true statement. I yeah. I, the interesting thing where I where glide I think is interesting is it, depending on the meta. Like if you're seeing a lot of combo, like you can disrupt your opponent's hand. Like I'm playing against a priest and they've got you know nine cards in their hand or whatever. Like cool, I can play glide and like ruin their day. Um, but it, you know it can also mess you up pretty bad. And so is it worth it? Um, I don't know. <laughs> You know what the uh, best time to play Glide is? You know the most satisfying moment to play Glide in in the whole game? Like, hmm. like what do you think of? Like, when, when is the most satisfying decking, moment right? to do that? When you're top decking, right? Well, yeah. top decking is great too, but if you and your opponent are both fatigued and you have no cards left, 
and then they have less health than you, mm, and then you find no. a glide off uh, of like Illidari studies or something, and then the added damage of the fatigue of them drawing the four cards kills them, but not you. That ooh. is the that is the the chef's kiss glide. You know what I mean? Where you're like, oh, you die if I play glide, but I don't. So yeah, um, that's perfect. <laughs> I never even considered that. I love it. That's awesome. Great fatigue card. Got it. I found myself wanting to play broom in this list because like I dropped this fell summoner and then no one would touch it. Right. Or they, you know, it could get silenced or something like that because the health is so low. Um, I don't know. I love to and Crescent are similar, right? That's true. That's true. Um, that is very true. Uh, yeah, they're synonymous. I love Taint Heart Tormentor. That card is just rad. It's, <laughs> it's so it, cool. <laughs> I mean, the taunt with a like. It, I mean, it's it's almost like a. I don't know, like a permanent Lotheb Junior effect. Like, hey, it, you're it makes people do the wait what? Like, you see people like hover over the card and they're like look at their <laughs> yeah. cards in their hand and they hover over the card again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so fun. Well, especially in Wild, I think where. Um, mana cheat is so important where you know there's so many things that cost zero and this ruins that um makes it really fun to me i don't know like i've seen people try to uh get into this like big demon hunter decks and i i've seen a couple people come close our friend wildcard uh has been trying it for a long time i i don't know i think it still needs a little bit more support like I don't know if you're familiar with uh, like Void Caller or something. Like, if we had a Void Caller for Demon Hunter, then it would be probably perfect. I mean, there's or a couple like a Shadow Essence, right? Like something, just some way yeah. to reliably tutor the big minions out early. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, other than the six mana eight three Death Rattle, because yeah. that's not quick enough for Wild, you know? Where yeah. like you can Barnes any charge um, or like. You can uh like like the things you were just saying, you can cheat so much big things out. Like how do you compete with Res Priest? Like yeah. they can do what we're doing way better. Yeah. Like, well on. and like I was really surprised not to see Raging Fell Screamer in this list too. Like I'm my my low end is like from one to four and then and most of it's like one to three, and then I've got six, eight, nine, and a lot of times I would play this deck and these giant demons are just sitting in my hand doing nothing. And so it was a little disappointing. And so uh, at least in standard, like I'm running uh, the fell screamer so I can reduce the cost and play them earlier. Um, I don't know. I will say that uh, Illidari Inquisitor is probably my favorite card in the game right now. And it is the only legendary yeah. that you can run two copies of in your deck. So there's that. Better hope Demon Hunter doesn't get too good. Right. That's what everyone's going to cry about. It's going to get nerfed. That card is nutty. I like it's so great. I've gotten lethal with it so many times. It's just, <laughs> it's like, I, I don't know. Okay. You, I mean, I'm sure you've experienced this way more than me, but I, um, one of my favorite things is like you, you drop the Inquisitor and then your opponent like freezes it and then you attack face and it, 
Oh, it's so punches, brutal. It punches face yeah. anyways. And then your doesn't opponent like hovers over it. Like, what? wait, what just happened? I froze it. Like, oh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's ridiculous. It's That annoys me. It actually really does. <laughs> Did you ever have uh, two in your hand that were reduced from skull and uh, a weapon equipped? Oh, boy. Did you ever have that? Oh, That's man. When you can, yeah, when you can hit for both at the same time. <laughs> It, it's crazy. You just, I mean, just, just the ability to like clear the board and attack face in the same turn uh, is beautiful. Having two is like the dream. That's the, like the chef's kiss. Uh, attack face with, you know, for one and then hit for 16. Like, oh my God, it's so good. Yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely ridiculous. I wonder if we would run them if they're seven, seven, but that would be such a big nerf. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Sometimes I think about that. Yeah. Don't give anybody any ideas. <laughs> Make it an eight seven. Hey, whatever. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's fine. Have Everything you, else is not. Have you tried um like what is your take on like the big demon hunter or big demons demon hunter? Um, I, I think it's one of the archetypes that uh it's it's a little bit more uh forced. Um, than others i mean so was death rattle though that just seemed so like um like no one asked for this like what are we, you know i mean at least the cards don't say draw a card gain attack <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um so like i'm glad they're giving demon hunter something to do that isn't draw a card gain attack um but uh the big demon hunter stuff i i would really like it to work um, I think that they're just very um, concerned about printing cards that do things that made people hate, like resurrect priests and stuff like that in another class. Like, you know, they can't print a card that's like, bring a mini bring a demon back that died, you know, like, or, uh, you know, summon a copy of a demon that died earlier in the game or, summon a de random demon in your hand for like four mana like that's the kind of stuff that they would need to do or need to print to make that class like the really competitive one like a super reliable consistent way to cheat out the big demons and yeah. um like you can print you can print like you know 30 cool demons that cost you know seven to ten mana that all have really awesome art super cool effects they have great sound effects, um, but in reality, if you have to wait till seven to ten to play these cards, you, it's just not really gonna. Um, it's it's just not gonna be good enough because Demon Hunter cares about Outcast. Like the mm. the the whole concept, the big Demon Hunter with the way they designed the the class effect of Outcast is kind of counterintuitive. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. Demon Hunter uh, and the big Demon Hunter concept would need to be like super broken. Um, I, really I powerful to work. A, a way to to do it is like priest doesn't need outcast to do its crazy things. Maybe they could let demon hunter do something crazy if it was outcast. Like bringing like obviously we got you know skull and stuff like that. But to actually cheat out the things, like you can only cheat it out if this card is out, like on the left or right. Like right. Uh, an eight mana card. That says uh, summon a random demon in your hand. Outcast. This costs four. Yeah, something like that. Or, or yeah. maybe even something that's like, uh, um, 
you know, summon an outcast demon from your hand or summon any outcast demons from your hand so you could get two of them. <laughs> That's even more clever. That I love that be because that works against the other anti-synergy of the deck of them like getting stuck in your hand. Right. Yeah. Just Clever. make it more difficult. Like, we don't want to make it broken, but we can make it broken if you happen to get the outcast. Right? Mm -hmm. So it just makes it more difficult. And still plays into the class identity of, like, outcasting things, even though you're not paying for it to outcast it. Um, having it summon both would probably be too broken. It'd probably have to be, you know, an outcast demon. But let's be real. Having it too would be... <laughs> yeah, I really often fun. wondered too, like if Big Demon Hunter was super good, would people like playing against that? Because I don't think so. I feel like that would be more annoying than the other Demon Hunter decks that people have already hated. You know, <laughs> like um, yeah. Well, and I like. Do you want to see people cheat out eight eight taunts that make your spells cost more? Because that <laughs> sounds like a pretty bad feeling. Um, <laughs> it's no, 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 that's, this is, it's okay when I do it, but it's not okay when anyone else does it. That's, that's how we roll. I think that they're confused with the demon hunter class identity in general, because it was like, oh yeah, here's uh outcast, uh, and here's weapons and attacking face every turn. We want it to be super aggressive. Uh, and here's lifesteal and here's death rattle and here's all these big minions also. And it's like, oh, Okay. It's like what they did with Shaman for a while. Like, all right, here's Overload. Here's some Freeze stuff. Here's some Murlocs. Like, I don't, I just don't know what they're doing. It's like, what's the game plan here? I do like the uh, the card. Uh, what's it called? Like the the hand disruption mm -hmm. flavor stuff that they do for Demon Hunter. Like all the really like mean like shuffle your opponent's cards and your they the spells cost more and um, like I, I do love and like mana burns and that stuff. Mana like, burn. I really would like to see more uh, cards in like that nature for Demon Hunter, like really like competitive hand disruption cards, like outside of just like mana burn, you know, yeah. um, like a one mana um, shuffle a random card in your opponent's hand, things like just random things like that. I feel like would be pretty fun or like outcast shuffle too. So you can like, just like, I, I don't know, things like that. I would feel would be really exciting for the class um, where it's turns more into like a black deck and magic mm -hmm. versus it being like so lost and confused like it is now I, I would like the whole game plan to be to screw up what your opponent's doing that would be fun i hope they do that yeah. <laughs> and, and we've seen That's a, a few kind of elements of that like you said with mana burn and a star student stalina like th there are a lot of those things but it hasn't been as consistent within like a one specific expansion. So I'd, I think I would like to see kind of a critical mass and more support for that disruption because that I think would be a lot more fun <laughs> of a way to like incorporate that that into the class identity. Like that would be cool. I, I'd like to see a random card that a card that makes a random card in your opponent's or cards in your opponent's hand cost more. Kind of like the, uh, um, like the, what was it? The, the, watch post the watch post you know like it makes everything they draw cost more right like imagine they have like a one mana card that's like uh, or a two mana card that says uh a random card in your opponent's hand now costs three more or like outcast that costs five or something ridiculous like that so like you could just kind of eventually just make your opponent unable to play their hand like a you know? rebuke sort of thing yeah but a permanent one 
permanent one. Yeah. Uh, but only like isolated to one card. Yeah. Yeah. Like you, you hit their um like um like uh like like their Reno and make it cost eleven. <laughs> well yeah, no, I mean I, I remember like when that happens, uh it's you know what is it freezing trap from hunter that makes something cost two more and yeah, yeah. uh you know you you run your 10 drop like you're playing nazoth or some giant or something and uh you know attack with it and then it's sitting back in your hand at 12 and it's like oh well i guess i can't play this anymore um you know unless you cheat it out or something like you know maybe like if we had skull of goldan or excuse me skull of the minari but for demon hunter something like that that'd be fun but yeah. indeed i don't know i like i love these ideas have you considered applying to the uh, dev team <laughs> <laughs> oh man um i i i've actually i've talked about it with the fiance and we've decided it really wouldn't be that great of a uh like honestly it, i i it would be amazing to get to work on a game that i love mm -hmm. um but i have an amazing job and i have an amazing hobby um i'd don't really want to change that but right, uh, no. you yeah. know what i mean but yeah oh no i i mean it's i'm a, mostly joking let's work on the side but. hey there you go <laughs> yeah i work in like it stuff and like you know coding and stuff to a degree so it's kind of in a similar ballpark that if it was like something we were really passionate about that we could be like let's make this happen you know let's go for this but um i definitely don't really yeah you get i know you're joking Sorry, I feel you. No, no. I mean, I, I, I've thought about it. Like they, gosh, they've been hiring a lot lately. I see these positions open up like on Twitter and yeah. then you think about like, Hmm, that'd be kind of cool. What about I'm like, no, I have a good job and I make good money. Like, I don't, I can't, I, I can't even imagine like taking a massive pay cut and having to move to a different state. And like, it'd be awesome to work on this Gotta, game that I love, but like it would force so many changes that would really ultimately not be good. California is not the cheapest either. Right. Oh dude. My, no, no, my, <laughs> my, my parents. Yeah, no, my parents live there. My brother lives there. I used to live there. My, my parents live about 10 minutes away from the blizzard campus. Like I've driven by it a bunch of times. Cause like they, they live right down the street from it. And it's really expensive to live there. I mean, like super expensive. And that's the generational thing, right? Where my parents now, like we looked at the house, like their house now is worth a million dollars or whatever. And they're asking me like, oh, why don't you buy a house? I'm like, well, because you bought the house for dirt cheap and now it's worth a bazillion dollars. And if I want to go buy a house, it just costs a bazillion dollars. Like I don't get to buy it for cheap like you guys um it's a different it's a different world for sure you know california is super expensive especially in orange county oh my god so, it's not a buyer's market no not no. right now and even even here where i'm at in the pacific northwest where it's a lot cheaper and we don't have sales tax and and it's still like pricey and the housing market right now is bad like just not good i you know it'll change eventually but uh yeah. not right now so Vancouver is absolutely brutal. Like if you actually bought downtown Vancouver, it, you these little tiny houses are like a couple million dollars. We looked into that. Like it's I, honestly, this is so true. We were like, how expensive is it to move to Vancouver? We were like, oh my god, it's not doable. <laughs> no, it's oh no. so stupid. 
Yeah, it, uh, like I, I, I do not get it, but yeah, it's the most expensive place to live in Canada. It's silly. We got invited to uh, a wedding um, in Canada next year that's around that area from someone I met through Hearthstone. Um, nice. I don't want to say his name because I don't want to like put him out there. You know what I mean? But um, you know, my fiance and I are like really looking forward to um, getting to you know go and see someone from the uh, Hearthstone community's wedding and go to like Canada and see that area and stuff next year. So nice. That'll be really nice. That's so exciting. Cool. I'd like to hear all about it. <laughs> Will do. Hydra. Yeah. We, we always have to have a Canadian on this show. It's like, it's the rule. Uh, I can tell you, I can tell you which places to go when, when you're, when you're there. <laughs> we'll be in touch. We'll be in touch friend. <laughs> Hydra, have you have you gone to Hearthstone Pizza yet? By the way, no, only that one day when I found it, and it wasn't open yet, and I was a little bummed out. And I keep forgetting, but yeah, there's a place called Hearthstone Pizza, like ten minutes. Though Slizzle says that um, to avoid the ramen place next door because <laughs> it gives you food poisoning. So don't go there. <laughs> but um, I will. I will go to the Hearthstone Pizza. That's great. Keep forgetting. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. Remind me, remind me like on noon next Friday, and then I'll like pre-order and pick it up on my way home, and I can eat the Hearthstone pizza, and I can show you guys. Oh, uh, that'll be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't go to the ramen place because it has life tap. Oh my god, that's <laughs> great. That's great. <laughs> oh oh man. So, uh, Hydra, I, I see your deck here. This is kind of a, a strange looking demon hunter deck. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Magni's now a demon hunter. Dude, I love deck. Pirate Warrior. I, like, this deck is super fun. It is, yeah. too. So, this isn't necessarily a super new list or anything. It's from when Baron's first dropped and Rokara is just awesome mm -hmm. in the list. Like if you don't have Rokara, you do not need to run Rokara. But like she one of the so fun though. Like Yeah. One of my favorite decisions to make is like sometimes you'll have a board full of pirates and you're sitting on three mana and you're trying to decide whether you should play Rokara or you should play your South Sea Captain. Right, because your South Sea Captain is going to give you the instant buff and you're going to get that damage right now. But I've personally found that Rokara is the move to make because you can attack, you don't get the damage necessarily right now, but you're going to, you know, buff your guys. Now you can always drop that Captain afterwards or later. So I just, I, I love Rokara. She's super dope. Um, this is one of the versions that really floods the board really, really quickly. You can just completely fill the board. That's why it runs Sky Captain Craig. Uh, also not necessary whatsoever. If you've got Leroy, you can jam Leroy in. I run Leroy on Asia and EU in this deck because you don't need to have Craig and most people won't have Craig. But if you have it, run it. Um, it's it's totally awesome. Floods the board. You can overwhelm people really quickly. It's not exactly tier one right now. I feel like it's dropped off quite a bit. I played 
73 games so far this season with this deck, and I'm only around uh, like the 58% win rate with it. That's which, solid. yeah, no, it's not bad. Like it, yeah. like sometimes I beat myself up a little bit when I'm not just like storming ladder. Like you, you have those times where you're just rocking it with like a 70% win rate and you're just killing everybody. And, but no, it's, it's definitely doing the job and I'll probably just keep running it for the rest of the month, to be honest. Um, it's something that I'm familiar with and I'm super comfortable with mm -hmm. and it's also all gold. So I, I like, I like my shinies. I love that you have a gold sky cap and crag. Like that's just, that's <laughs> great. I know. That, I, that I, that would had that had to be done because <laughs> it was one of those situations where the whole deck was gold shy of, it was shy of that and Rokara. Uh, that weren't gold, so I just did it, dude. I wish this was my second wild deck I ever made. Uh, nice. That was the non-demon hunter wild deck I made. It was a pirate warrior, and yes, uh, I had like the one of the biggest win streaks I ever had in my entire life of Hearthstone with this deck, and it was ridiculous. It was like twenty something games in a row. One time I climbed, I played wow, with the jam wow. pirates. And I was like, this is this is the nuts. This is amazing. <laughs> Love it. Oh my gosh. Nice. It's it's fun and it's not the way that it used to be because Wild has so many broken things in it now that it's it's not the way it was in standard when everybody just absolutely hated it and every time mm -hmm. patches came out you wanted to like throw your monitor out the window. Um, Give patches charge again. <laughs> I think that would be okay with me actually. Uh, the only thing that it would be crazy in is like in Big Druid would be uh -huh. kind of nuts. Uh -huh. <laughs> that's why you're saying it hey uh -huh. <laughs> dude i wish that rokara was neutral can you imagine like can you imagine rokara and demon in demon hunter like yes please it would not be that would be bad i always think these things too like there's another card that i was like man i wish that was neutral oh what was it uh the xanash the thing that reduces the corrupt cards in your deck and then i was like dude what if druid had this no thank you <laughs> like, <come on>. like, <laughs> that would be so bad if Druid can make all the corrupt cards cost like two less collectively through the whole game. We would just all lose. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah that's true. That's true. Rokar is just a really, really strong card. Very like, powerful. Absolutely. Uh, if if you're looking for something to climb with, you could definitely climb with this deck for sure. It's like I said, it's not tier one right now, but it's it's solid and it completely does the job and if you like to be like me and play magni for the cool armor up effect that you almost never use playing pirate warrior <laughs> do it <laughs> there's this like unwritten rule we were talking about it last night that like you you know can you tip somebody off based on either your hero portrait or your card back and so like way back in the day when there were so many less card backs it's like well hey if i play the Cthulhu card back, they're going to know I'm playing Cthulhu. Or if I play the pirate card back, like they know I'm playing pirates. And so there's this like, there's these mind games, right? And like, you're some kind of evil person. If you play Magni in, uh, <laughs> in a pirate warrior, cause like Magni is supposed to be odd, odd warrior, right? That's, yeah, that's the total point. It's it, the it's supposed to be. <laughs> odd warrior. That's great. 
Because Pirate Warrior, like when you started a game, at least back in the day with Pirate Warrior, and you got the heh, greetings at the beginning, <laughs> you like right at the beginning, you knew it was Pirate Warrior, right? Because they did it every time. Uh huh. Oh, so that man. I mean, you That's can do that I was a lot like, of classes, right? Like you use like a Murloc card back and a Shaman deck, and then suddenly you're playing like Evolve or like Control, and you're like, dude, why? Why are you? You have like a tiny thin beach background like <laughs> you're just trolling me right now man like come on i love like, it well yeah. I, like i wonder if you make you know you could make your opponent mulligan incorrectly if they're kind of if like they're guessing what you're playing right uh i do that stuff to people too though like you can like i was even watching uh the gm uh the what's it called uh, not the gm the master tour today mm -hmm. and uh you you can totally make people play bad just from like psyching people out with stupid stuff like oh that. yeah it's like totally true like i uh i often when i'm when i'm playing decks and i don't have one drop cards in my hand and when, when i'm playing like death rattle demon hunter uh when i'm in this is a standard thing it works more because otk demon hunter is really popular in high legend standard um i'll like hold on to the one i'll like hover over a card keep acting like i'm gonna play it just so my opponent don't think i'm otk demon hunter and that's like an illadari studies that i'm considering mm. whether or not i want to play it or not but in reality, I, it's like I'm gonna just play Razorborn next turn. So yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you just like hover over a card, and make it look like you're gonna play it, just to make yeah. them think like you're the wrong deck for like a couple turns. You know? Hey, no, I mean, there's some value to that though. Loki, yeah. I do that, and then also just like the thing where you go over your whole hand a lot, like, yeah. just to, just to throw people off. I try not to hover the card I want to play because it shows them that I have a play next turn. So right. I just I don't touch it. Oh, well, uh, this is what Killing All Day did. He pointed a um, what is the uh, applied apprised plunderer at uh, one of his like minions on the board for like a solid like four seconds, and then played the card to the ne next to it. So he was like trying to make his opponent, who's hand reading him, assume like what is that card? You know, like why would he point it at his own minion? Is that is that another shadow step? That he discovered in his hand, you know, like, like, because he was pointing a prize plunder at his minion, even though it was a prize plunder. So you would never assume that that's what that card is. That's really smart, though. I like that. I mean, there's there's things like that that you can do, or to to like tilt your opponent. And I'm not talking about emotes, but like, say you've got a card in your hand, like you're I'm gonna play this anyways, and then I top deck the second copy like you always play the top deck one right so just to like it's when it's the perfect answer like i was gonna do it anyways but like <laughs> like oh sweet i just top deck the right answer and then they just rage uh em is skill <laughs> there's a total way to do it while we're talking about this with demon hunter and mana burn um so if you ever want to make your opponent rage i did not teach you this so what you do <laughs> is before you play the mana burn you sit there do nothing let the rope come out, let it go all the way down while your opponent is thinking about what he's going to do with the amount of mana he has the next turn. And Oof. then you mana burn at the last possible second um, <laughs> just to make sure that they have the least amount of time possible to think about what to do with their turn with the amount of mana they have. And then you, wait a, you don't do it immediately because if you do it immediately, they're already pissed off from the previous thing you did. You wait about 15 seconds to like when they're about to execute their cheap play and then you emote. <laughs> so once they have came to the conclusion of the play that they're gonna do, 
That's when you start tripping them up and you start like sending them emails <laughs> while they're playing with less mana. And that's how you make people super mad and play way worse. Um, you just, you know, make oh, them infuriated. It's great. <laughs> well, let me ask you, since you, since we're on the topic, is there a certain portrait that you prefer or a certain card back that you prefer? Um, of course, the one case uh, is the Legion card back. Okay. And okay. the Watermelon Demon Hunter, typically. <laughs> um, that's mm. about it. Wait, 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 wait. What is the Watermelon Demon Hunter? I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. Are you the 1K? All of the decks that you're showing today. Oh, gotcha. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Even I, but the 1K is almost Watermelon Colors too, isn't it? It's like green and red. But yeah, no, no, I have it too. I, the, uh, the. It's more Cherry Limeade. (laughs) Yeah. I was saying. (laughs) That's great. Cherry Limeade. All the flavors of Demon Hunter. <laughs> I mean, I always thought of like those. Uh, God, I can't. I can't think of the name anymore. You know those um, the lollipop that was like, you know, bright green, like like apple and with the bubble gum in the middle. Um, yeah, blow pops. Yeah, blow pops. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> blow pop Demon Hunter. Jeez. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Um, I I just wanted to say this too because I'm on this podcast. My favorite wild deck that wasn't Demon Hunter mm-hmm. was Quest Turtle Mage. That was Ooh. my favorite. Thing. Oh yeah, I remember you jamming that. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, ESC remembers when I was obsessed with it, where like you would basically never let your opponent have a turn, and then do like 40 turns in a row of like hitting your opponent in the face with one ones and like repeating the quest over and over. Um, it was like really hard not to mess up because you'd have to do like 40 turns in a row. But <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever do this, guys? Did you ever play Quest Turtle? Oh, I, I, man. It's I did a little bit. <laughs> I watched. I, I know Turtle. I know um, Mom was playing a lot of Turtle Turtle Mage, but I, I didn't play it, no. It was so fun. There was Turtle but... Mage, and there was the one with the Elec that you shuffled the quest into your deck and then did it over and over, which was not one to me. It was so much more fun than the, the normal Turtle Mage. Because they just never get to play it again. This is, of course, before the turtle was was nerfed yeah. to where yeah. it plays it from your deck. <laughs> I miss that deck. Yeah, that was a blast. <laughs> yeah, I miss it too. You know, it, that's one of those that I agree. Like, I love playing it. I just like I didn't like playing against it because it, it's like rage inducing. Like, I'm sorry, you're doing what now? Like the first time you see it, it's like, oh wow, I'm impressed. Like, what the heck is happening right now? Uh, and then when, uh, you start losing to it consistently, it's like, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> I did 18 turns in a row against an odd warrior one time, um, to get rid of all the armor. And I felt really good. That I is... was like, we win. Let's go. You know, like I, I sat here for like <laughs> a 20 up. minutes to beat you. <laughs> Non-stop playing. That's a beautiful thing. wins Eddie wins the race. <laughs> wow. Wow. Love it. Good times. Yeah. All right, you guys. Well, let's move on. It's it's uh we're we're getting late and we got a, a match to stream pretty soon. So let's move into our weekly challenge. Uh so so for those of you who are new to the show, we do a weekly challenge each week that it's kind of a community challenge where we um you know we issue a challenge, we see if people can pull it off or not. Um uh, and uh, wh- whoever wins the challenge, you know, we gift them a couple of packs and they get some bragging rights. And so 
the challenge that we had last week was brought to you by Maxi Bon, who is our guest on the show. Uh, coincidentally, is one of our top four in the listener series. Uh, the last, the challenge for last week was how many cards can you play in a single turn? And uh, you know, we had people posting their results in the Discord. This was a tricky one, I think, because a lot of times you can submit like a screenshot and that that works just fine and this one it was like well we, we really need to to watch it and so send us like your link to hs replay or firestone or take a screen capture or video or something uh but we had we had several people do really well so uh starting up the we had runners up uh, dr bomb with 13 and mickle with 15 15 cards in one turn uh but our winner here is Ken Ray, who sent us a video, which was really fun. We had to watch it multiple times to actually count because mm-hmm. we really start getting into like APM here uh, with 17 cards or 18. Was it 18 cards in one turn? One of the two. Either way, it beat the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was incredible. <laughs> yeah. I think if there, there was some potential for some kind of OTK shenanigans, I think. If, uh, you know, if you get a couple of Sorcerer's Apprentices and a bunch of zero mana stuff, but like, so I, I think someone missed out. Like you really could, if you do like an Exodia type thing, uh, you probably could have gone infinite. I think, I think, or, or, or at least like Rogue, lots, though. um, with Rogue is expect- crazy, right? I was expecting a mage or a priest is what I was thinking was going to happen. Yeah, I was too. I was too. With some sort of topsy turvy thing happening, or uh, discount your deck and get Sorcerer's Apprentices with Mage, but um, done with Rogue, which impressed me even more. So yeah, right. I mean Rogue, Rogue, you know, is famous for Miracle Rogue, so this stuff happens. But uh, yeah, I, I thought it was great. Nice, nice. Well, congrats to Ken Ray uh, for that, and then this week's challenge. Uh, we wanted to do something Demon Hunter related, right? And so uh, the challenge that we kind of that we came up with a little bit like on the fly uh, before the show was to see who can get the highest attack uh, with your uh, hero in Demon Hunter. Can you explain it a little bit better, Sheep? I I mean, this is your idea here, but uh, I, I like it. I like it. And I'm curious yeah. to see how, how big Draco Cat has gone in the past. <laughs> yeah, so of course, Demon Hunter, uh, particularly back in the day uh, with a soul Demon Hunter, is notorious for being able to have their hero wield the biggest war glaives. So the general idea is to buff those glaives up as uh, big as they can be and have the, the little screenshot with the attack on your hero as high as it possibly can be. And of course, this can be played in ladder or casual, um, so must be constructed, no tavern brawl, and unfortunately cannot be played against the innkeeper or a friend, because they can. Uh, the friend it's, can help you you get there, and the innkeeper. It's too easy. Doesn't mean to help you get there, but but he will. Nice, nice. So hero uh, with the highest attack with demon hunter, Draco Cat. How high have you gotten yours before? First of all, you guys definitely need to specify whether or not Ilganoth damage counts because that like changes the game, right? Like, so so it has to be the the number on your hero, like okay, that you the will number be on the hero. Them. 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was going to say the most I've ever done was uh, a 25 um, without Ilganoth. And uh, with Ilganoth, I've done like 46. Um, okay. Yep. <laughs> Good luck, yeah, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Hyperdonk. That's, that, that was the way that it happened. Um, that's why it was called that. Oh. Yeah. Hyperdonk. I love Unfortunately, it. Draco didn't take screenshots to send them in. But the videos know. exist in the past, but it's not the right time. So. But you can. <laughs> exactly. So send them in. We've got a uh, channel on the Discord. Ship them there, and we will be uh, evaluating those on the highest attack. We'll claim victory and a couple packs on us. Nice, nice. Love it. All right, everybody. Well, that kind of wraps it up for our show this week. I do want to say... Um, be, before we wrap things up here, I do want to give a big shout out and thank you to our patrons, uh, particularly Shokunin as the executive producer of our show. Thank you very much for your support financially. And also thank you very much to our patrons. Uh, so Disruptor 108, Claudette G, Daniel B, Wildcard, R. Morn, Ben from Work, AJ Gomez, and Number Theory. Thank you all very much for your support. Uh, if anybody who's watching or listening is interested in supporting the show financially, you can visit our website at borntobewildhs.com. If you click on the find us page, there's a link to our Patreon. And uh, as, as well, if you're looking for some Born to be Wild merch, uh, we do have that available on our website. There's shirts and posters and stickers and that sort of thing with our, uh, our, our cool orange dragon stuff on them. Um, also, uh, a big shout out to Firestone. Um, if you guys are interested in checking it out, um, you got a pretty awesome deck tracker, uh, that they have generously, uh, gifted us, uh, some pr premium subscriptions to, uh, it's been really fun to watch this kind of organically grow as, as they, um, keep keep refining it and uh, their ui is absolutely beautiful uh, it is free if you guys want to check it out uh, there is a premium version that removes an ad but the ad is not cumbersome anyhow so uh, anyways um, draco cat thank you so very much for donating your time hanging out with us tonight talking some demon hunter and wild uh, really enjoyed hanging out with you uh, where can people find you if they want to interact with you or watch your content um, yeah, I'm primarily a, uh, a Twitch streamer, so you can uh, find my Twitch uh, at uh, twitch.tv slash DracoCat uh, with two Ts, uh, spelt like it sounds. Um, I do have a YouTube as well. Uh, my, my upload schedule hasn't been super vibrant lately, but I'm sure it will pick up again in the future. Um, but uh, other than that, I do post all my decks and uh, the things that are worthy of sharing onto Twitter. So if you just wanted the fruits of the labor, you could just follow me on Twitter and take the decks yourself. But if you want to watch and play, I do it on uh, Twitch every weekday at uh, 6 p.m. my time, which is Eastern Standard Time, which means it would be probably around 3 p.m. Pacific Time, right? Is that how that works? Or 2 p.m.? 3. The four-hour three. 3. Okay. Yeah, so 3 yeah. three p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Central. Is that right? Yep. Yep, yes. that's why okay. I was doing 4, because that's for me. <laughs> time, yeah, time, time zones are hard. Oh, just wait until we start interacting with people in EU uh, or, or like oh, yeah. Australia. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> very cool and uh hey do you if if uh you want to shout out your podcast as well meta breakers is super cool and i recommend people checking it out yeah um i do a podcast every sunday at 1 p.m eastern standard time on either the warshack or d money games twitch and we do like a super compressed 
um, quick version of a podcast where ours is like only an hours long. We like cut a whole bunch of stuff out of it and just like jam through everything like really quick. So uh, if you're into Hearthstone podcasts, but uh, you find like you can't like listen to, you know, a full like Coin Conceit or Born to be Wild or something like that. That's like the the whole niche of Meta Breakers is like the quick one. So, um, yeah, if you ever want to do that, uh, that's uh, 1 p.m. Standard Times. Um, but uh, other than uh, Eastern Standard Time. But other than that, uh, thank you so much for having me, um, guys. It was a pleasure to uh, to meet uh, Hydralisk and yeah, uh, hang out with my buddy uh, ESC and Nate once again. So very yes. cool. Very cool. Uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you again. It's great hanging out. Hey, Sheep, where can people find you? Yeah, people can find me across the internet at Electric Sheep City, uh, where that fits, like Twitch, and where it doesn't, at eSheep City, like Twitter. Hydra, how about yourself? Well, I want to say also thank you again to uh, Draco Cat. It's just, you've been an absolute pleasure, and uh, it's been awesome getting to know you, and I'm super stoked to come and chill in your stream and check all that out. You've, You've been awesome. And Sheep, also, I'm so happy that you've come to join us. Uh, it's it's going to be great. It always has been great whenever you're on. So I'm just, I'm really happy. And yeah, like, let the good times roll. And Nate, you're just always awesome. So I appreciate thank you, that. Nate, as always, <laughs> for, for running the show, you know, the man behind the curtain doing doing all the things, pushing all the buttons, making all the transitions. You're You're always awesome. Uh, you guys can find me at Hydralisk underscore HS on Twitter and Twitch. Maybe I will do another stream and you'll actually be able to see me on Twitch again. And um, also come check out the Discord. We've got a vibrant community going on there. Lots of discussions about awesome wild decks or just, you know, maybe what you ate for breakfast. So <laughs> come check it out. And we love you all. Nate, how about you, man? Very cool. Uh, I'm very active on Twitter at NateWolfTCG. It's N-A-T-E-W-O-L-F-E-T-C-G. More importantly, you can find the show and everything related on our website at borntobewildhs.com. I'm a little bit behind in updating it, but uh, I should be able to get it all current as of this weekend. So uh, I know I say that every week, but I actually mean it this time. Um, if you're looking to find our past shows, they're up there. We've got some parody songs. We've got links to our YouTube content and stuff. And then if you're looking for wild players, uh, to follow other people's content, all of our past guests were in episode 65. Now we've had special guests from the community in almost every single episode. So if you're looking for other wild people to, uh, check out their content, we've got all of their links all over our website as well. And uh, we would love to uh, interact with you as well on the Discord. So, yeah, thank thank you all for hanging out. Uh, yeah, Sheep, welcome to the show. And uh, thank you again, everyone, to uh, who's been here interacting with us live in chat. And, um, yeah, that, that will do it for us. Thank you all. And we'll see you all next week on another episode of Born to be Wild. Born to be Wild.